Welcome to the Misha Rouser Show. I'm Misha, an organizational psychologist, and I'll be taking you down a path towards achieving professional success while still having fun. For over a decade, I have been guiding individuals and organizations through professional transitions. The goal is to help you, your business, or organization create a successful, engaging atmosphere without sacrificing a positive culture. So let's get started. Hello, everyone. I'm Misha, and welcome to my show, and thank you so much for listening. Again, this show is all about leadership and professional development, everything you need to know about being more confident and competent in your professional life. We talk about communication skills, personal productivity, conflict, all kinds of good, juicy stuff. And remember to use my website as a resource for you. Because, again, I'm trying to do this as a resource for you. You know, again, as an organizational psychologist, coach, consultant, I'm trying to share all of these wonderful little nuggets of wisdom that I've accumulated over the years. And I would love to hear then from you also what are some of those issues that you're dealing with. So a couple things. On my website, remember, you, I have lots of resources on there. It, the website is MishaRouser.com, M-E-I-S-H-A-R-O-U-S-E-R. MishaRouser.com. You can go on there and download resources and so forth, or you can also download past recordings of this show and listen to the podcast. The other thing is you can go and send me um, questions. If you, you know, either questions or even pushback. Sometimes I love having pushback on something. It's like, yeah, you were talking about, for example, conflict, and, you know, I'm just wondering, you know, are there only the five styles? Or are there other styles? Whatever. I would love to hear any, all of that. And also, if you have any questions today, you are welcome to call me live while we're doing the show. We are live right now. And if you would like to call in, the phone number for calling in is 425-373-5527. And that's if you're local here in the Seattle area, 425-373-5527. And if you are not in the Seattle area, and the toll-free number is what, Vinny? 888 888- Two nine eight five five six nine. That's eight 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 two nine eight five five six nine. Conveniently spells out KKNW. Yay! So you can't forget. I love it. Okay, it's so funny. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna use this as a moment. It's wonderful. So if you notice when I went into doing the phone numbers, I look over to Benny to kind of cue him to say the the, the <laughs> phone numbers. And what's he doing? He's got his nose in his phone. Texting. I'm texting the next show to make sure we're still good. I'm I've got a lot going on here, but I'm not not listening to you. I Does that know. make sense? Yes. I'm always with an earshot of my hosts. Well, the reason I wanted to bring that up, because I was teaching <laughs> yesterday with a now group. Now boss is going to be like, whoa, you're not paying attention to your show? What's going on? No, actually, texting, <laughs> okay, this, the reason I'm bringing that up, because yesterday I was teaching this class, and this came up because we there's so much controversy around the phone. But yet we also use the phone so much in our business. Like, you're texting the next show. I had texted you before when I didn't think I was going to be able to make the show. I'm like, I'm caught in traffic. Right. So it's it's great, but it's also how do we manage it? Well, and there's lots of de- devices and, and technology these days that just makes us that much quicker and faster and busier. And the thing is, is I try to groom my hosts to email me, which you do. <laughs> uh, some of them aren't quite up to speed on that. So then they're like, well, I didn't hear from you. Here's a text. I'm like, look, I mean, I do have my phone, but... Generally, I'm all around all these screens. I'm staring at six plus seven in my phone 
So eight in the yeah. this group. I mean, the number just keeps going and going. So I get it. I'm trying to I'm trying to get them up there. But that's my style of what I do here as a producer. Anyways, um, I'm just busy. I'm trying to shuffle and go go go. But for some, I think it might be a negative. I mean, especially when you're out on a date. Yeah. I think that's impersonal. Uh, but we do have kind of tracking back like a lot of our business relations, our associates, and all, they do business on their phone more than I would in a studio. Like yeah. they're in meetings a lot. Oh, I need to put in my calendar. Well, my calendar is a digital calendar now rather than flipping open the old school book. Um, so I kind of see that as negative if they aren't doing anything work related on it during these meetings and so forth. Yeah. You know, like Facebook or Instagramming or whatever while you're in the meeting. Which yeah. Kind of like the time and place. There's a time and place. Place for it. Right. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So that was a long And that's story. what gives us so, gets so difficult as managers and mm-hmm. leaders and so forth is we're trying to figure out, is this the time and place that you need to be on your phone? Right. Um, so anyway, I'm just thinking, ooh, we could almost spend a, I need to dedicate a show right? someday to just that whole Because everyone can justify, well, I was on my phone because I had to schedule this and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yeah, then you jumped over to Facebook. I saw that. And they're like, no, I didn't. It's like, so then you're getting into the personal space. Yeah. See? I know. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's really hard. That's why you give them a company phone. <laughs> yeah, it actually. And you say you utilize it appropriate, then we can go back and check on it. <laughs> Oh, then Big Brother's checking. That's but not that's, hey. Good either. It's a free phone, though. I mean, free usually, phone, that's usually. True. I don't okay. know. That doesn't happen around here. I have my own personal phone. So we won't go there. So we totally <laughs> sidetracked into. I'm sorry. That. Well, no, it's because it's a big one. You know, like I said, well, a lot of people think about yesterday. it too. Yeah, there you go. And it's frustrating because we don't know. We don't mm-hmm. know as managers and leaders and so forth when we're interacting with somebody else. You know what's going on? It's just it's, right. it's 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 opened up a whole new world of complexity for us when we're engaging. Well, even for me, when I was growing up and I was sixteen, you know, like all hands on deck. You never had pagers were big for me. Like yeah. I remember, like oh, I had a pager. And it's like you still couldn't do much about it, even though you got messages until after you or you were on a break or your lunch. Now it's so fast for everyone to look at their phone while they're working. Yeah, like flipping burgers. Pushing carts at grocery stores, you know, filling the grocery. I mean, they're so quick to do it. I'm like, really? Where's your attention span? It should be in front of your customer, blah, blah, blah. But that's 20 years later now. Yeah. I didn't have to deal with that. Yeah. I'm which, jealous. That's which all. makes Just me jealous. really think about a lot of the, <laughs> the answer then around the whole phone texting, da, 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 yeah. is, is contextual. You know, it mm-hmm. really is. It depends mm-hmm. on what you need to be doing. Yeah. Now, here, though, if this is perfect, though, this does lead into what we are going to be talking about today is why employees don't do what you ask them to do. You know, you give an employee something to do and they're not doing it. And so one of them, it wasn't on my top 10 list. I have my little top 10 list I'm going to be sharing with you. But it didn't make the top 10 list was their texting. So I may have to. Because they have to look it up. No, I'm just kidding. They have yeah. To... No, I'm just joking. So I may have to think about, okay, where does social media add in here? Um, maybe we have to add that number. We 11. had to rely on our people skills. That's why I'm so bent out of shape right now about this. It's like, really, you didn't have a chance to find something. You had to go talk to someone about. I know it's looking. so great to have the answers right at your. I know, fingertips. but a lot of it's experience, and mm-hmm. you should learn it that way. Very true. That's my. There you that's go. My two cents. That, that, I'm old that's school. Benny's leadership lesson. Benny's for the day. leadership lesson for the day. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> this, you know. <laughs> Okay, so we're going to do – so out of fun, a couple, I don't know how long ago. It's been, it's been a few years. I created this top ten list as to why employees do not do what they're supposed to do. I was motivated by um, David Letterman. Remember he used to always have all those top ten lists? Oh, I yeah. I love the top ten. Yeah. So anyway, so here we go. 
the top 10 reasons why employees do not do what you ask them to do. Number 10, they don't know why they should do it. And actually, I think I may move this one up to one of the top reasons. I may make this like number three. I think you should do it right now. I should. I'll give you a ding for it because that's where it needs to be. I guarantee that needs to be a lot further closer to number one than on the I'm putting the arrow in right now. It's now number three. There we go. But here's why I'm finding that needs to be moved up is, again, especially around the younger generation and the Mm -hmm. millennials, a lot of what motivates them is knowing why am I doing what I'm doing? Who is it serving? What purpose does it have? Um, before, the older generation, a lot of times they didn't know. It's just like, you know what? Fine. Just tell me what I need to do. I'll do it. I won't ask any questions. That's how they were raised. Nowadays, they want to know. What You're so – you are just I'm, something on your because mind. Because we have a little bit of a generation gap. So I'm trying to figure out what you're going with, which I believe okay. wholeheartedly what I'm all about, what you speak. More Go of the it. truth. The younger generation, I'm totally against. Because I feel like they need to be jumping more for themselves, being more individual or in, individualized on like finding out for themselves rather than just looking it up. Does that okay, make sense? So we, that, <laughs> I totally sidetracked you, didn't you I? You did. So I'm are sorry. we still on the whole phone and texting thing? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. This is the older generation. Okay. I'll give myself a task. <laughs> oh, Benny, get out of here. Okay. Go ahead. No, but, okay. <laughs> Come back to that. Okay. We're going to have to dedicate a show then Fine. just to social See how, media. So worked up I am. We may also have to do a do a show on multitasking just for Benny's sake here. Please. <laughs> I need help. <laughs> Going back to uh, today's right. topic. Yep. So top 10 that should possibly be moved up. But you're thinking, well, quick, then I need to clarify. You are thinking that social media even has to be put more into the top 10 of why they're oh, yeah. not doing what they're doing. I think so. That's a really good point. Mm-hmm. I will put that in. I will consider that. You Social apparently didn't media. consult me before these. Yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so where I was was talking about why number 10, which may be moved to number three, mm-hmm. they don't know why they should do it. So the why, the meaning behind it, it's so important to them. They really want to know why. Why am I doing it? They want, they want to know. Okay, number nine. Number nine is they don't know how to do it. Now, this one is tricky. Um, so, for example, sometimes it's obvious they don't know how to do it. So we just got to provide them training and so forth. Um, the reason I'm saying this one is tricky is because sometimes people, if they've, um, it might not be obvious that they don't know how to do it. And so a, a couple different examples of that is maybe one, they're feeling incompetent. They don't, you know, they're afraid of losing their job. Maybe they're younger and new in the company and afraid they're not doing, you know, they're, they don't know what to do, but they're afraid to ask for help. Or they're afraid to let you know because maybe it's a cultural thing that, you know, we don't, you know, it's up to me to figure out how to do it. I shouldn't be asking you. So this one actually is a really difficult one that they don't know how to do it. How you can um, find out, too, if by chance um, it, it is a situation where they don't know how, but they haven't shared that with you. Then a couple tendencies or um, characteristics that tend to happen there is they will tend to start complaining about other people. So it's a diversion tactic. You know, don't stop looking at me because I really don't know what I'm doing. Stop looking at me. Look over there. Yeah, but so-and-so did. Yeah, so-and-so is doing this. They don't know how to do that. They're blah, blah, blah. You really need to focus on. And by the way, this is all subconscious. They really don't mean to be doing that. It's just a, a, a human nature thing again. They probably had to look that up too. They, they might have. <laughs> okay, so don't take that one lightly. They don't know how to do it. 
Um, if you're concerned that maybe they don't, then how to broach that? You might be very sensitive about how you're doing that because even if you ask them, they may still deny it because they're they're fearful of something. Sure. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then um, the other, number eight, they don't know why they are supposed to do it. Okay. We all can fall into that one. There's been a couple times like, why do I need to do that? That's stupid. Right? You know, so – and and especially – So-and-so can do it. <laughs> yeah. Well, why me? Why didn't you have Joanne? It's like, why am I the one to do that? Okay, now that while that can get kind of irritating sometimes so for some flashbacks. of us managers, These are flashbacks I'm having right here. It's it's hard. Is remember sometimes they really need to know then why did you pick them? Mm-hmm. Um, you know what is it and and why is it important for you to have them do it? Okay, I'm going to do. Let's see, I can do one more. Sure. Okay, number seven. This is a great one. <laughs> they think their way is better. Now, for some of us managers and leaders, that goes back to delegation. And mm-hmm. sometimes we are a little bit of control freaks, and we want it done our way. And they want it done their way. And now we have this little struggle. A little struggle. <laughs> <laughs> and so a lot of managers will just tend to play that trump of, I'm your manager, mm-hmm. do it my way. Yeah. Sometimes that's helpful. Sometimes we just need that. Sometimes, though, that's not the best help. That's not very helpful. Sometimes we need to maybe ask ourselves, are we holding on to something too tightly? And maybe what would their way look like? Maybe it might be better. Maybe we need to give them a little more freedom to allow them to do it their way. Okay, so if they are thinking that their way is better, then more than likely something's going on. And you probably, if anything, should address that. I mean, they, they, they may have some very legitimate concern. Okay, I'm going to do one more, and then we're going to take a commercial break. Okay, number six, they think something else is more important. This one comes up quite a bit. This will be especially when you have conflicting priorities, or maybe they don't even know exactly what their priorities are. So, again, you as a leader, you need to make sure, do they understand what their highest priority is? Or are they, is there another manager maybe or another colleague that's saying, no, this is more important that's distracting them? Or is it something that there's that you forgot to let them know? Oh no, that other project has been put off for for three weeks. I need you to focus on this one. Okay, so we're going to take a pause there for a second. And again, you are listening to the Misha Rousers Show, and we are on Seattle 1150 KKNW, and we will be right back after this message. So effective leadership isn't something that just happens. It takes time and effort. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur has developed a concentrated series of courses to help you become your best as a leader and professional. Explore your leadership style, become a communications master, and learn to plan strategically in order to make better decisions. You'll learn emotional intelligence, team building, change management, and other skills for personal success, such as conflict resolution. There's a great leader inside you to be unlocked. Make the commitment to become a well-rounded, intelligent leader. Show the world around you that you are ready to lead. Log on to MishaRouser.com. 
That's MishaRouser.com to learn more. It's the Leadership Development Series. Your first step toward professional excellence begins at MishaRouser.com. Hi, Mom. Is Claire's birthday party today? Me again, Mom. Where did I put my history book? Hi. Sorry, forgot one last thing. Sometimes it's hard to concentrate. At school, I start looking out the window, and then I forget what I was supposed to be thinking about. I know it seems like I don't care, but I do. It's just difficult for me. Love you, Mom. Bye. Join parents and experts at understood.org, a free online resource about learning and attention issues to help your child thrive. Brought to you by understood.org and the Ad Council. Dynamic careers in organizations require dynamic thinking. Success is measured in terms of positive, productive, meaningful workplaces. Misha Rouser, master coach, organizational psychologist, and successful entrepreneur, has helped thousands become more confident in their leadership and professional abilities. Misha's years of research and private practice have given her the tools to help you or your organization improve performance. Log on now to learn more about coaching, consulting, or training with Misha Rouser at MishaRouser.com. That's M-E-I-S-H-A-R-O-U-S-E-R.com. 1150KKNW.com. It's why they invented the Internet. We think. Alternative Talk, 1150 AM. Welcome back, everybody. This is Misha, and you are listening to the Misha Rouser Show. And today we are talking about the top 10 list, my top 10 list, of why employees do not do what you ask them to do. And um, yes, okay, I do got to share. So during the break, Benny and I continued the conversation about the texting in case any of you inquiring minds are wanting to know. We came up with the answer. Well, at least a answer It's basically a lot of times what it comes down to is if when we're thinking about as managers and, mm-hmm. and just people and just when we're engaging with each other is instead of us having we shouldn't have to monitor it. In other words, each of us should be monitoring it sure. ourselves, our own. We need to take per- professional responsibility of when do we need to be on our phone and courtesy. It's just res- it's just respect. It's courtesy and it's professionalism. That everybody should self-monitor mm-hmm. themselves, and then we don't have to worry about it. I think it's just the attention. You know, is the attention to the person in front of you or me, or is it yourself? Yeah. So there's a level on how much and percentage or whatever you want to go through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. So now going back to our top ten list. Okay. So we are on number five. So in case you missed the first part, the top ten is number ten. They don't know what they should do. Or, I'm sorry. They don't know why they should do it. Number nine. They don't know how to do it. Number eight. They don't know what they are supposed to do. Number seven, they think their way is better. Number six, they think something else is more important. Number five, they think they are doing it. We've all ran into that. They think they're doing it, and you get it back from them. You're like, oh, no, this is not (laughs) what I asked for. And so on that one, keep in mind, too, especially if they're newer and so forth, how you can kind of avoid that is have them check in with you a little more frequently. You know, especially in the beginning until you feel like they have that down. So that one's a relatively easy one to fix. There's usually not some hidden thing, you know, lying under the surface there that's being missed. But it does take some diligence on your part to be checking in with them and make sure before they get too far down the road. Okay, now here's a good juicy one. They are punished for doing it. 
That one usually gets people, question, you know, scratching their head like, huh? They are punished for doing it. That's why they are not doing what you ask them to do. That actually shows up more than you think. I'll give you an example. I had um, a client one time that they were, she was um, complaining about one of her employees. And uh, this was a, a wonderful employee. And at one, you know, she's saying that, you know, the problem is she's really distracting to the other people. She's starting to get a little bit of a negative attitude, da, 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 da. Okay, so I start going through my little hierarchy of questions that I need to ask. One of the first ones I always ask, is she good at what she does? Okay, and they're like, yeah, yeah, she's good at what she does. And, and she, actually, she's so good at what she does. She usually gets done with her book of work first and, you know, quickly. I'm like, oh, okay. And they're like, yeah. And then she goes and talks to all the other people and da, 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 da. And, and so then I had to stop her from doing, from working with, you know, interrupting all the other people. And, of course, I had to ask, so what did you do? She gave her more work to do. Oh. Oh, so she's being punished for getting done and doing well. Ah, and it was so funny, too, because when it came out of her mouth, she totally realized, oh, (laughs) again, we get so caught up. A lot of times we don't realize, you know, we're not looking at the real problem and we make the matter worse. Okay, so that was number five. They think, I'm number, um, number four. They are punished for doing it. Number three then is the opposite side of that. They are rewarded for not doing it. And again, you may be, in fact, Vinny just kind of looked at me, huh? Just because I feel like my kids are around or something. <laughs> Sometimes I'm kind of guilty of that. We all, that one is a really popular yeah. one too. Um, great example about that one. So again, they are rewarded for not doing what you're asking them to do. Here's a classic example. It's not a work environment, but it's a classic example. So again, my husband's been coaching football forever. And this was a few years ago. And he, this is when he's coaching at the high school. Great team. And the, the way their team is set up is they allow their, the, the players to vote for the team captains. So it's a popularity thing. So this year, this group of team captains, there was about three or four of them. So they were not only the most popular, but they were also one, some of, of course, the best players. Unfortunately, too, they were also kind of the derelicts a little mm, bit. Yeah. They got away with some stuff. Okay, so for example, during practices, you know, they would be calling out drills that the cap or the, the coaches would, and the captains were just like, they don't want to do it. So maybe, you know, they would modify it a little bit and so the coaches are kind of like, you know, they're whatever, just kind of turn a blind eye. It's only a little, you know, it's not a big deal. We'll let them do it. Happens and, more often. Yeah. And so that. over the school year, you know, and the, mm-hmm. the season, I should say, they're letting them do little things. Okay. So now it's a classic story. Seriously, it is like two minutes left in the game. This is, in the, th- this is the third level of the playoffs. They only have two more levels to go through. This is so classic. Score is tied. Two minutes left in the game. They're on the seven-yard line about to go in to score. Pretty close to it. And the coaches called a play. The captains called a different play and executed a different play. Uh, okay, now, if they lost the game based on this, there was a lot of different things. But they didn't get that score. They ended up losing the game. The coaches were livid. And so I'm hearing it from my husband. He's just livid. So upset about them. And finally, I had to stop my husband. I'm like, stop. Excuse me. But you have been letting these kids get away with this the entire season. Yeah. This is your fault. Mm-hmm. It is not their fault. Okay, so number three. They... I was listening to my coaches. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Because I know I can be replaced. We'll, like, we'll get some other kid to do the play for us. 
Yeah. Like, okay, well, then they I'm learned. Work. Right, but that's what I'm saying. But they learned after that. Reinf- right, negative the reinforce. next year, uh-uh. They did not let him. You know, <laughs> give him an inch, they take a mile. Well, there you go. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that was number three. They're rewarded for not doing it. Number two, it is beyond their personal limits. Sometimes it just mm-hmm. is. They just don't have the cognitive ability or whatever. It's okay. Just find them something else. Find what they are good at and rehome them. And then the number one reason why employees do not do what you ask them to do. Number one. No one could do it. Oh. <laughs> Which is like, mm, so true. All right. So that was our. Doesn't happen on my watch. No. Okay. <laughs> Just kidding. No, 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 no. Then ask yourself that one. Mm-hmm. Are you asking the impossible? Mm-hmm. All right. So that is our top 10 list for t- this week. I will probably add some more in. It would, you know, I'll bring in some more of these little top 10 lists. That was great. I mean, we have already made some adjustments, some slight adjustments from the previous setup of what you – because I, I honestly think a couple of those could have been shifted, shuffled, uh, shuffled down a little bit. Yeah, further, I may but, have to readdress this. I, but, I, I mean, I'm so focused on just like – Generation wise, and where I stood and growing up, and, and what I see today, it's it's amazing. But I also have to let it kind of work itself out because that's twenty years ago that I yeah. dealt with that versus now. So I know, and I have to manage with it too, even at my own positions. So. Yep, yeah. So even though this list is only a couple years old, I might have to adjust it a little bit. And remember too, again, if you are listening to the show and you want to get all of this, you can always download the podcast and listen to it again. There's also transcripts of the shows on my website, so you can also get them that way. And remember, too, if you are listening to one of the podcasts, it would be wonderful if you left a a review. And that would really help bring the podcast to other listeners' attentions. All right. So I am Misha Rouser. I will be talking with you again next week. In the meantime, have a wonderful afternoon. I'm sorry. Have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to The Misha Rouser Show on Alternative Talk 1150. Join Misha every week, Tuesdays, 9.30 to 10 a.m., as she takes you down a path toward achieving professional success while still having fun. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell your colleagues. Misha helps people and organizations be successful, all while staying on a positive path. Tune in next week for The Misha Rouser Show.